Amen. Matthew 15, verse 21 through 28, reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coasts of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coasts and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But look at this. He answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Watch this. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, Is it not me to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs? And she said, True, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Wanna, 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 wanna focus on 27. And she said, true, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. And I wanna just pin this little message right here with the title of Under the Table. <laughs> Under <laughs> the Table. Today across America, mothers are being recognized and admired because, let's face it, they deserve it. Life givers, head lifters, heart menders, promise planters, dream developers, and destiny directors are all attributes that one could ascribe to mothers. There is a mother responsible for each of us. I'm going to say that again. There is a mother responsible for each of us. As a result, each of us should be thankful for our mothers. That there is a mother responsible for each of us. And as a result of her being responsible for us, we should all be grateful to her for being our mothers. Because the fact of the matter is, if there was no she, there would be no we. Look at somebody and tell them, if there was no she, there would be no we. So, so I know that, that, that some of us are dealing with, there's somebody listening to me right now who is dealing with inward battles because your relationship with your mother may not have been what you had desired it to be through your life. Some of you, some of somebody listening to me right now may be conflicted in your spirit because there were times where it appeared instead of loving you, your mother was, was, was hating you instead of being for you. It seems she was a 
against you but you need to be able to look past that on this day and say God I still thank you for my mother I know we didn't always see eye to eye I know we didn't always agree I know sometimes I was hard headed and didn't want to listen it ain't always mama fault somebody it ain't always mama fault somebody it ain't always mama fault We all ought to be grateful for our mothers because she is the one that delivered us into this world. And from her life, you received your life. Mothers, because of their unique quality bestowed by God, have the ability to see in their children promise and potential that is hidden from everybody else. That's why when nobody else believes in you, your mama still does. That's why when everybody else gives up on you, your mama still holds you up. That's why when everybody else is, when nobody else will encourage you, your mama will encourage you. I don't, I don't care how many times you've been locked up and how long you've been locked up. When everybody else see you, they see bars. But when your mama see you, they, she see her baby. I wish I had somebody in here that don't mind testifying. You can't make me look at my child and not believe that sooner or later they're going to get it together. And sooner or later, it's going to turn around. And all I know how to do, because they grown now, I can't make them do nothing. But what I can do is I can go down in Nebo Valley, and I can talk to the master about them. And he's never failed me yet. I've been praying for them from the moment I found out that they were that they were conceived in my stomach. To this day right now, I've been talking to God about them. And every time I talk to him, he listens. And every time I talk to him, he listens. And when I talk to him, he listens. When I talk to him, he listens. And when I talk to him, he listens. I wish I had somebody that would just give God praise for a praying mama. They see in us what we can be even in the midst of who we are. They see the not yet. <laughs> Somebody get that in a minute. They see the not yet. And they hold on to the not yet. Because they believe that if they just keep waking up and saying good morning, sooner or later, not yet will become right now. Oh, I wish I had somebody that would just throw up your hands and tell your neighbor, I'm praising God for the not yet. I, he ain't done it yet. It ain't showed up yet. It hadn't knocked on my door yet. But I know that if I just keep on giving God praise, the not yet will become right now. They see the not yet. They see what you can be even in the midst of who you are. They expect the best for you even when they're getting the worst from you. Mothers continue to hold us in their hearts long after they've had to release us from their hands. Mothers possess the ability to hope even when everybody else is hopeless. A mother will reduce herself to raise her children. Somebody missed that right there. A mother will reduce herself to raise her children. A mother will lower herself 
to raise her children. A mother will lower herself to lift her children. A mother will gladly go to the background in order for her children to be in the front ground. A mother will gladly give her last to make sure her child won't, go, won't be at their last. A mother will feed you and go hungry so you won't have to go. I wish I had some real mamas in here that can testify there have been times when I gave my child my very last because that was my baby and I was going to make sure they were taken care of. A mother will find our central ability even in the middle of our mess. A mother will reduce who she is to raise who her child is. And we find in our central character this morning a mother who comes to the Lord pleading even though she has no position. She's powerless, pleading to the powerful with no position nor authority to give or to plead to him. Watch this. We see her dilemma. Verse 22. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. We have here in the scripture a problem and we have here in the scripture pain. The daughter is possessed. She has the problem. The daughter has the problem but the daughter and the mother have the pain. You ain't got that yet. The daughter has the problem. She's vexed with an evil spirit but it is the daughter and the mother who has the pain. The daughter has the problem, but the mama and the daughter have the pain. You still ain't got it. The daughter got the problem, but because her daughter has a problem, the mama has the pain. I wish I, wish I had somebody. The daughter When your children hurt, you hurt. What they go through, you go through with them. As a matter of fact, you wish you could go through it for them. And although you can't do it for them, you promise them and you show them that you will do it with them. I, I wish I had about 15 folk in here who can remember a time when you had a problem but your mama and you both had the pain because every step you took, she took. Every problem you had, she had. Every situation was broken for you was broken for her. She couldn't rest because you couldn't rest. She couldn't go because you couldn't go. She couldn't make it because you couldn't make it. And every step along the way, she was right down with you, saying we're going to get through this mess, baby. You ain't by yourself. I'm going to stand with you, baby. I'm going to go where I need to go for you, baby. Because that's what mamas do. Yeah. 
we have a problem we have pain but we also have power this vexing was a spiritual vexing it was a supernatural vexing it was a suppression suppressive vexing it was satanic it was relentless it would not leave her alone everywhere she went it went she could not escape it she could not outrun it she could not overcome it she could not handle it for if she could have handled it her mother would not have asked the lord for the lord's assistance and i come to let everybody know who let you know you cannot handle it on your own uh-huh. it's, it's too big for you it's too powerful for you it's too relentless for you it's too strong for you look at your neighbor and tell them you can't handle it on your own that's why you keep on crying because you're trying to handle something on your own that you need some help handling that that's why your back is bent because you're carrying too many bags on your back you need somebody to help you while you go you you can't fix it on your own because if you knew how to fix it it would already been fixed you can't you can't solve it on your own you ain't smart enough you you don't you don't you don't have enough gray matter to take care of that you don't you don't have enough mental capacity nor spiritual superiority to deal with what you're dealing with but I got good news for you what you can't handle God can what what you can't fix God can what what you can't overcome God will look at your neighbor and tell him I can't handle it by myself but that's why I give God praise because I know what I can't handle he can that's that's why I clap and ain't no music going because I know what I can't fix he can that's why I run and I ain't even in attract me because I know what I can't come through God can bring me through I wish I had about 10 folk in here that knows it gets too hard for you sometimes to just give God some praise because you know he'll fix it it's too strong can handle it by yourself and in our biblical text this morning and even in our times in which we are living, there is a demonic and suppressive spirit that is trying to overtake this generation of young people. There is a spirit, a demonic spirit that is trying to grasp clutch to hold on to to devour and to defeat our young people oh but I know that there are some mamas who know how to deal with this suppressive power there are a group of mamas who know how to deal with the demonic forces. There are a group of mamas that know what the plan is. Yeah. We got power. We got problem. 
We got pain, but we also got a group of mamas who got a plan. Tell your neighbor, I got a plan for this oppression. I got a plan for this demon. I got a plan for this devil. I got a plan for this stuff that's trying to grab my children. I got a plan for this drug addiction. I got a plan for this alcoholism. I got a plan for this low self-esteem. I got a plan for these generational curses. I got a plan for all of this mess that the devil is trying to put into our place. I got a plan. What's your plan? Bring it to Jesus. That's my plan. Look at your neighbor and tell him, take it to Jesus. Take it to Jesus. Our group mamas. Uh, just as this mama, just as this mama knew, the plan is to bring it to Jesus. Because he has the power. Bring it to Jesus. Because he can turn it around. Bring it to Jesus. Because he is almighty. Bring it to Jesus. Because I cannot handle it. And what I cannot handle, the Lord can. Bring it to Jesus. Because I know he did not bless me with my child. For her to be overtaken by the devil. Bring them to Jesus. Get off Facebook telling everybody all your business. Bring them to Jesus. Stop calling folk that got their own problems that can't help you with your problems. Bring it to Jesus. Go down on your knees. Get at the altar and lay there. Tell the Lord I'm not leaving till something happens. Get you some blessed oil and just start walking around your house. Blessing your house and telling the devil you ain't got ain't enough room here for me and for you. And since there ain't no room here for me and you, and since I paid a mortgage on this bad number jammer, you ain't got to go home, but you got to take you in that hell and get up out of here. I wish I had somebody who knows what I'm talking about, who knows the power of prayer, who knows the power of laying on hands, who knows the power of speaking in life into dead situations. Bring it to Jesus. He will take care of you. Tell your neighbor, he didn't give me my child for me to lose my child. Devil is a liar. I got some work to do. My baby is vexed with this unclean spirit. But I'm not gonna give up till I take her to the master. We've seen her dilemma. Here we have her desire. Have mercy on me. O oh Lord, thou son of David. Here it was a simple cry to catch the Lord's attention. For she knows if I can get his attention, then I can receive his action. If I can get him to look at me, 
then he will listen to me. If I get him to listen to me, then he can lift me. If I can get him to look at me, then he can lead me. If I can get him to look at me, then I know he will see the faith that I possess in me, which will cause him to work for me. My faith can unleash God's favor. I know I got about 10 mamas in here who can really sing with a fresh anointing. We've come this far by faith. <laughs> not by money, not by education, not, not, not by status, not by socioeconomic status, not by what, not by intellect or intelligence, but we've come this far by faith. Leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He never failed me yet. Oh, 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 can't turn around. We've come this far. Come on, we've come this far. Oh, I got some mamas that can sing that song. Leaning. Then when I didn't know what to do, I was trusting. He never. Look at your neighbor and tell him I like this part. Oh. Look at you singing in the middle of a sermon. Y'all some bad member jammers, We have her desire. And her desire was for the Lord to have mercy on me. She has a simple cry. But she also has a sincere cry. It was from the heart. It was from that place in that mother where only she and God resides. That place that only she, her eyes and God's eyes, her ears and God's ears can appreciate. That place in your soul that you can't describe. Folks just gotta know what it is. <laughs> you ever had something that you, the more you tried to describe it, to, the more difficult it was to describe it, and you finally said to your neighbor, I, I can't describe it to you. You just gotta know what it is for yourself. It came, Sister Swafford, from that place. That place deep 
inside of you that makes you who you are. She has a sincere cry. She also has a sinner's cry. Have mercy on me. Like the publican she was, she was aware of who God is and who she is. I'm not even supposed to be here. I don't come from the right side of the track. There's a reason why the Bible tells you where she's from. Because where she's from indicates that she's not worthy to be in the presence of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, you don't know where I'm from, do you? <laughs> you look at me like I'm crazy when I lift my hands because you don't know where I'm from. You, you look at me crazy when I take off running because you don't know where I'm from. You look at me crazy when I holler like, I, like something didn't happen to me because you don't know where I'm from. Tell your neighbor, I ain't even supposed to be here. I come from the wrong side of the track, baby. I come, I come from a place where I had patches on my patches on my pants. And, and we used to we used to go to we used to go to school with a grease bag. And, and, and we, we had to drink out the same cup all day long. You don't know where I'm from. She says, she said, Lord, I recognize that I ain't even supposed to be here. My situation is so desperate that I'll go wherever I ain't supposed to go to get what I need to get for my baby. Tell your neighbor, I'll go wherever I'm supposed to go to get what I need to get. Watch this. We have her dilemma. We have her desire. Now we see her difficulties. Verse 23, but he answered her, not a word. See the silence of the Savior. He tests her. Do you really know who I am? And in the midst of her difficulties, the, the Savior answers her with silence. What do you do when the Lord is silent in your situation what do you do when the Lord hears you but you don't hear him what do you do when the Lord sees you and it appears he turns his back on you what do you do let me encourage you just because the Savior is silent in your situation does not mean that the Savior is still not moving in your situation. Tell your neighbor he may be silent, but he's not still. He's moving silently to see if I trust him holistically. <laughs> he's moving silently to see if I'm going to stand right here until he open he answers me openly see the problem with too many of us is we too quick to go away 
because there's silence in our problem. But sometimes the Lord just stands still to see if you really believe that he is a way out of no way. So every now and then he'll test you and he won't say a word. But that don't mean that he ain't going to fix it for you. But he needs to know if you really, really trust him. If you really, really know him. If you really, really love him. If you really, really believe him. Tell your name I prayed and he ain't answered me yet. But I'm going to stay right here till the Lord answers my prayer. I wish I had about 15 in here that's been praying and it don't seem like he's going to answer you that you would just wave your hands at a preacher and say I'm going to stay right here watch this move from the silence of the savior to the selfishness of the disciples verse 23 send her away for she cries after us isn't it funny that those who have their blessings oft time want to send away those who are looking to be blessed? Oh, but we see her dedication. She overcame her deficiencies by walking in dedication. I will not leave. Not going to let my heritage cause me to leave. Not going to let my sin nature cause me to leave. Not going to let the silence of the Savior cause me to leave. I remember why I'm here. I'm here because my child is suffering and I will not leave until the Lord sees about my situation. I'm dedicated to my child. I'm dedicated to her healing. I'm dedicated to her deliverance. I'm dedicated to her freedom and her future. And I'm gonna come over through this situation. Yes, I'm gonna come through the master's silence by continuing to cry. I'm gonna overcome the disciples' selfishness by continuing to follow. Tell your neighbor, I ain't going anywhere. I'll be right here today and tomorrow. When you leave and come back, I'll be right here. If you go away and stay gone, when you come back, I'll be right here i'll overcome my own sinfulness by continuing to pray lord help me it was a short humble fervent desperate rational respectful worshipful preserving determined and full of faith prayer i'll overcome my unworthiness by continuing to take the sinner's place at the table. Verse 27. The dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. This mother did not mind sitting in a place of humility, disgrace, degradation, and despair because she knows that honor starts with humility. She knows that wealth starts in poverty. She knows that up starts with down. She knows that a lot starts with a little. So Lord, I'll sit 
under your table. And I'll eat the crumbs that fall from the table. Because I know that bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. And watch this, she move from her dedication to her delight. The master says, hold up, your faith is a special faith. I ain't seen a faith like yours. He says, your faith is great. So great that you didn't have a problem with sitting under the table. And because your faith is great, yes, I will give you what you requested. Yes, her request was granted. And her daughter was healed. And what I love about it, her daughter was healed that very hour. The Lord didn't have to go to a house to heal her daughter. The Lord didn't have to meet her on the road to heal her daughter. All the Lord needed was to hear a mother's faith. And when he heard that mother's faith, he healed that mother's baby. I'm anybody who don't mind testifying. And 
when you know you belong to the Lord you can tell him I don't need a seat at the table I'll sit under the table and watch God bless me and soon after a while the one who was under the table will get a seat at the table if you ain't got your seat at the table I dare you to go ahead and give God some praise like you know it's on the way doors of the church are open if there's one